Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pie del Cañon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people. How are we doing out there, folks? It is a fine fine Tuesday morning, 8.30 Central European Time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2.30 p.m. for our friends in the Philippines and Hong Kong. How are we doing out there, guys? Big welcome to Vero, Eugene, Bonta, Ironman and Pedro joining me as the live audience in the chat. If you want to be a part of that live audience and contribute to all the fun that we're going to have today, it's very easy, friends. You go to twitch.tv twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. That's bohemio professional per in English. Could it be any easier, my friends? I think not. <laughs> Good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe, says Vero. Uh, Eugene is here joining us from Russia. Born to Iron Man. Pedro, oh my God. Close the doors, guys. Close the doors behind you. Uh, how you doing, Natch? Uh, not bad. Thank you. <laughs> we made it, man. We, we got through. We got through Monday. We got through unscathed. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm feeling like positive this week. I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, they're going to take my British passport away. I'm too happy. So, what a show we've got for you today, my friends. In 100 Humans, I ask, if there were a fire in a zoo, si hubiera un incendio en el zoo, name an animal, a fireman, would have trouble carrying out by himself. <laughs> Nombro un animal que un bombero tendría problemas para sacar el solo. <laughs> yeah, we've got the, you know, we went crazy. We thought we'd give the 100 humans a break today and let them use their imaginations. In um, Incomplete the News, we find out why a woman was stuck in a toilet and more if we have time. Um, and today's unpopular opinion, we are piggybacking, my friends. If you didn't hear yesterday's show, we covered an article by um, Dazed. I think it's called DazedDigital.com. Um, and the article said that, that we were never supposed to see our own faces this much. So today's unpopular opinion is life would be easier or things would be better, let's say. Life would be easier, things would be better. Um, la vida sería más fácil, mejor. If we were less exposed to our own appearance. Si estuviéramos... Ooh, Natch. Did you hear that? I said it right. Si estuviéramos menos expuestos a nuestro propio apariencia. Ooh, damn it. At the end, I screwed it up, Natch. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, we're going to dig into that piece of news uh, or that uh, unpopular opinion later. Let me nudge my way in, Rob. How are you doing, Bridge? Joining us all the way from Cantabria. How are we doing? Nivelatho from Vero. All right, if Vero gives me a Nivelatho natch, I should signal you <laughs> in the ether. Boom, 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 boom. Fire Nivelatho. All right, let's. Um, I'm here, friends. Natch is here. We're all here. Why don't we look at what's going on in the world today? Um, all right. Some, you know, <laughs> over the course of reporting on the the boom of intelligencia artificial, um, in the, it, while we've been talking about the boom, the current boom in, in artificial intelligence, I have made the argument that the people be, that should be replaced by this new um, uh, new technology would be the people at the very top of the corporate pyramid. You've heard me say that, right, Natch? We even looked at um, a gaming company in Japan that um, replaced its C CEO with an artificial intelligence bot. Well, get this, guys. It's catching on. Uh-oh. Here we go. A humanoid robot CEO <laughs> of a drinks company says it doesn't have weekends and it's always on 24-7. Oh, yes, my friends, it's happening. Um, this is coming from Business Insider. The Polish drinks company, Dictator. Oh, hang on a minute. Dictador, even so. It's kind of a poor name choice, right? Isn't Dictador como se dice Dictator in, in Espanol? <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Polish drinks company, Dictador, 
has appointed an AI-powered humanoid robot, Mika, as its experimental CEO. Uh, Mika, created by Hansen Robotics, is capable of working 24-7 and is responsible for, for a variety of tasks, including identifying potential clients, selecting artists to design the company's bottles, etc. Mika operates without personal bias, focusing on extensive data analysis to make decisions aligned with the company's strategic objectives. Oof, Natch. What do you think about this, man? We already heard about the first AI DJ, which is quite worrying. There is no AI oracles right now. You you are safe, my friend. <laughs> uh, this makes sense to me, right? Whereas technological um, workers have been made irrelevant by technology, usually that happens really way down at the bottom of the corporate pyramid, right? In In, in a production level. Cashiers in the supermarkets, like my mom, for example being replaced by automatic checkouts or people um, in car manufacturers. Used to, it used to be in the 20s, 30s, 40s, you'd see tons of men and women on a line, each one dedicated to um, fitting or making a particular part for an engine or a, or a car. AI, however, does not replace manpower, does not replace... Um, physicality replaces thinking. So it makes sense to me how the people who, you know, are potentially going to um, suffer the most from this new technology would be the people at the very top of the pyramid, the highest earners. Interesting, interesting stuff. Now, let's continue. Um, however, significant decisions will still be made by human executives. Mika also leads the company's Art House Spirits Project, a collection of NFTs and interacts with its DAO community. Dictador is among a few companies globally to experiment with AI-powered robots in executive roles. <coughs> How would you feel with um, an AI boss, Natch? Perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not talking to you again for the rest of the show. <laughs> no, no, I mean the CEOs. I mean... <laughs> All right, Natch. No, no, no backpedaling now. <laughs> You've already said it. So it's, it's part of it. It's, it's now recorded for um, history. No, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Because at the end of the day, if you think about like um, the top jobs in a company, it's all decision making based on logic and data analysis, right? Like when I break down the, when I look at the, the popularity of the shows and I'm making decisions about programming, it's not anything that a, a well-trained AI couldn't do, you know? When it comes to editing and the other parts of my job, okay, that would be a bit more difficult. You know, creating a timeline for, for production and things like that. That would be more difficult. But the, the nuts and bolts, you know, an AI could do that. Hopefully no one, no one in the upper brass is listening to this. Maybe the AI already does it, for all you know. <laughs> anyway, let's continue, let's continue. Um, all right. Oh, God. Oh, friends, as if the rich people already didn't have enough of an advantage in life. Natch, here we go. The 1% of Tinder. You've heard the 1%, right? As a, as a phrase, turn of phrase, meaning the, the, the elite in society, those who control most of the world's wealth. Well, there is going to be a 1% of Tinder. The dating app launches a $500 a month option for elite users. Dude, how horny do you have to be to pay $500 a month? <laughs> Holy cow. Let's see what people are saying in the chat very quickly. Um, there's a fault entirely for making humanoid... That's their fault for entirely for making humanoid robots as uh, the bridge. Or robots at all, even. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah, Tinder has introduced a premium tier of, um, uh, would you say capa, no? Nivel? Un nivel premium? Oof, I don't know how you'd say that in Spanish. They've introduced a premium tier at $500 per month, targeting elite users. This initiative, spearheaded by CEO Bernard Kim, aims to make the experience overall even more fun for a select group of Tinder members. Um, Bernard, go home, you drunk. 
There is nothing fun about Tinder. At least if you're a guy. <laughs> You've never used Tinder, right? No, you never had that need. No. You're no. already coupled up. You're already happy. Yeah, let me tell you something. Nothing fun as Tinder as, as a man. Like I have female friends. Andrea, for example, has shown me her Tinder. It's like she opens a door and someone and like someone throws a bucket of sausages at her. <laughs> as a guy, it's like just wandering around the desert shouting, Hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody there? There, there. Depressing. Depressing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Five hundred dollars a month for for um uh, for a premium account. What does that mean? You know, does it make you more attractive? What does $500 a month actually do? You know, do you get more exposure on the platform? Does that kind of thought processes lead us down the line of that most people aren't getting decent exposure on that app? Why bother using it at all? The the annual cost of this service is $6,000 a year. Oh, my God. Just get Netflix, man. Just get Netflix and just lean into being single. There's, there's Rob's advice. <laughs> Tinder left Russia, says um, Eugene. Eugene, you're not missing anything. It's depressing. It's depressing. Okay, final news story for today. I'm sorry to do this, but we're going to bring back recurring character to the Probo Show, Mr. Elon Musk. Oh, God, Natch. Remember we reported that um, Neuralink, his new, um, one of his technology startups, one of his companies that is designed to make a, an implant in the brain that can connect with devices. We've spoken about it on the show a few times. Well, there's a gruesome dark side to, uh, to Neuralink. Before we get into it, Pedro here says, 500 US dollars a month. Does that include 500 matches guaranteed? Yeah, I don't know how they're going to pull that off. <laughs> I used I used Tinder for a while when I was single, and I didn't. I was lucky if I got five matches in the two years that I used it, let alone five hundred. Anyway, let's continue. So yeah, really dark side of Neuralink. So they tested these things on um, on monkeys, monos, and um, and very recently. Well, earlier on this week, Wired did an investigation, Wired magazine. The gruesome story of how Neuralink's monkeys actually died. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, brace yourself, guys. This isn't, um, uh, this isn't the, uh, the most fun news, but dev- definitely worth talking about. Espantosa, would you say? Gruesome? La espantosa historia? Nivelazo. That's right, Natch. Rob came to play. All right. La espantosa historia de cómo murieron los monos de Neuralink. So, yeah, just to fill you in on a little bit of the backstory. So it was reported or it was found, discovered that a lot of these monkeys who were um, implanted with Neuralink died. Elon Musk, the person that he is, stated, well, these monkeys were terminally ill. They were going to die anyway. These monkeys died of their illnesses and not because of the implant. Well, thanks to a wired investigation, that has been proved false. That No, in fact, a great deal of these monkeys actually passed away because of complications with the transplant. Things like brain swelling, um, paralysis... And you know what the most scary news about this is, Natch? The FDA and, and people at home, the FDA has actually approved these things for human testing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary stuff. Um, so, yeah, let me, um, uh, let me dive into uh, a little bit of this article here from, uh, from Wired. Guys, this article is behind a paywall. So you're not going to be able to read it. Or you can go to my uh, Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. And you can read a little paragraph about it there. So Elon Musk's biotech startup Neuralink is facing allegations of potential securities fraud due to statements made by Musk about the deaths of the monkeys used in the company's research. A Wired investigation revealed details contrary to Musk's claims, stating that complications from the implant procedures, not terminal illnesses, led to the deaths of the primates. 
These discrepancies have led a medical ethics group um, to urge the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission to investigate Musk's claims as they argue that the inaccuracies have misled people, misled investors. Uh, if this is true, friends, Elon Musk needs to go to jail. You know, because if this thing gets um, uh, run out into human testing and people get hurt, I think Musk deserves jail time. I mean, that is disgusting, if you ask me. I mean, look, it's in the realm of um, realms of allegedly right now, but um, according to this um, Wired investigation, um, you know, it's quite uh, it's quite possible that Elon Musk lied. Mm. Interesting stuff. In my um, in my Patreon, I'll post two articles. Um, just because one's behind a paywall, there is another one from from futurism.com. Um, the article from Futurism reveals concerning findings about Neuralink and the uh, and the fate of the poor monkeys that were used in this animal testing. Jeez Louise. What's happening to the world, Natch? Remember when everyone thought Elon Musk was just a good dude? <laughs> Before he ruined Twitter? <laughs> Before he went through his goth face? It's called X now. <laughs> uh, let's see. I support the initiative of sending Musk to jail, says uh, Pedro. <laughs> of course, everybody dies at some point. Musk, go home. Yeah, exactly, Rafelka. And welcome, Rafelka, joining us in the chat. Um, Elon Musk, go home. You're drunk. I absolutely agree with you, Rob. I, too, think it is disgusting. That is if he knowingly... All right, let me kind of backpedal a little bit. Did he knowingly lie? I mean, we know a little bit about Elon Musk's character, and so you would imagine that he did. <laughs> but all of this is alleged for now. We don't know for sure. But as this uh, story progresses, I will follow it for you guys and we'll report on it on the show. My God, what an opening segment. Let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Oh, oh would you get, um, if it was safe, would you get a Neuralink implant, Natch? Would you? If it was safe, proved to be safe? No, no. No? <laughs> nah. Nah, me neither. I'm um, sorry, I'm just getting a phone call coming in through my brain. No, come on, dude. <laughs> I want to make it harder for me myself to access devices, if anything. All right, today's um, unpopular opinion is this. That life would be easier or better if we were less exposed to our own appearance. This coming from an article we read yesterday. Um, so, la vida sería más fácil o mejor si estuviéramos menos expuestos a, a nuestro propio, nuestra propia apariencia. So, remember yesterday we covered um, a, a, an article very, very briefly um, from Dazed, DazedDigital.com, that discussed the psychological and societal impacts of constantly viewing our faces through mirrors, Zoom calls, social media, etc. How it led to um, uh, to an increase in self-criticism, um, lower self-perception, um, intensifying our visual self-awareness, being overly critical of ourselves, um, overly, overly, um, what's the word, comparing ourselves to, to other figures, that we were never supposed to be this exposed to our own appearance. And it was a very interesting article. If you're on the Patreon, um, hopefully you've read that. Let's um, dive into some truths and falsesses. <laughs> let's, uh, let's dive into some pros and cons. My bad. Sorry, guys. I'm in a silly mood today, Natch. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's Tuesday. I've got no reason to be happy. There's still another four days ahead of us. <laughs> if anything, I should be more grumpy. Okay, so on Instagram, the, the, the palace... The, the mecca of narcissism. What do you think? How do you think they answer? We are too exposed to our own appearance nowadays, I said. True. They did say true, Natch. In the region of 95% of the respondents said true, which is interesting results from Instagram particularly. Uh, let's, see, um, let's see some pros and cons. So in the pro column, <coughs> agreeing that Life would be um, easier or better if we were less exposed to our appearance. Here we go. 
less exposure to our own appearance could decrease obsessive self-scrutiny and the stress and anxiety related to appearance. If people aren't constantly exposed to their appearance, it could potentially reduce the relentless comparison and competition based on looks. People might start valuing themselves and others more for their skills, character and actions rather than their physical appearance. Reduced self-exposure to one's appearance could foster a deeper connection with and understanding of one's internal self. I think those, all those pro points, all those points in agreement with the statement are pretty self-evident. It was like heartbreaking for me to hear my goddaughter once like being self-conscious of her appearance. And at that point, I, she was, she was tiny. She was like seven, five, I don't know how old they are. You know, that, that old Natch, like a couple of feet off the ground, you know, that old. I don't know how you age children. Don't you cut a limb off and count the rings? I don't know how it's done. <laughs> but she was tiny and she was self-conscious about her looks. When I was that age, I didn't even know what I looked like, I don't think. You know, my mum cut my hair and I was just wandering around the world, ambivalent to, the, to my, um, my appearance. Do you, were you self-conscious at that age, at a young age, Natch? No. Of course not. You know, we judge people based on how they treated us. If they were a nice guy, if they were fun, bad. That was that was our benchmark for for people at that young, young age. And I have to admit, now as an older person, I do get more... Even though I dress like a homeless person most of the time, <laughs> as you can attest to, <laughs> Natch, um... I have to admit, I am a little bit more self-conscious about the way I look. I'm not, you know, I don't obsess over my looks. I try and push that thought to the back of my mind. But it's certainly more present than it ever used to be. And is that because I'm exposed to myself more than I used to be? Could be. Okay, uh, how about disagreeing with the point? I did, of course, torture the elf. So I do have some some con points, some points disagreeing, saying being less exposed to our appearance, our appearance could have downsides. So let's see those. Regular exposure to our appearance can motivate personal grooming and cleanliness, contributing to personal and public health. For many, appearance is a form of self-expression and individuality, which can be empowering and fulfilling. Um, meeting professional and societal standards of appearance can be essential for social interaction and career advancement. And finally, sometimes changes in appearance can be early indicators of health issues, allowing for timely intervention. Okay, guys, they have your pros and cons. We have some amazing, um, amazing points here in the chat. Let's cover some of those right now. Vero says, people, especially children nowadays, are very influenced by social media. This can end up um, undermining their self-esteem and make them think they're worse than they actually are. True story, Vero. A very close friend of Natch and myself, um, her daughter has suffered, um, uh, oof, I don't know how much I should and can talk about this, definitely mentioning no names, but has suffered the consequences of um, uh, of this kind of, this obsession with self, you know, probably due to, um, uh, due to social media. Um, and we've seen this prevalence of eating disorders and things like that. Yeah, no, it's just sad. It's just sad for me. Let's continue anyway. Pedro says, very interesting, unpopular opinion. We can't deny we're overexposed to our own image nowadays. I confess the first time I had, I had to stand my own face, uh, I, had to, I had to stand my own face in a meeting on Teams. It was extremely annoying. To, I think he means to see his own face. Yeah, it is annoying. And you start looking at yourself and thinking, wow, is my nose that big? Is that because of my glasses? Do my ears stick out so much, too much? <laughs> I mean, it sounds dumb, but you you wouldn't even consider that, would you? If you weren't so exposed to your own appearance, you'd more focus on being a nice person in the way you act, improving your character. To what extent is, is improving one's character and the way we interact with people being supplanted by, instead of improving those aspects, well, you know, I'm just going to make myself a little prettier today. 
It's interesting. It's an interesting thought experiment. Uh, the bridge here says, being ex so exposed is obviously not good for us. You only have to see the crap it's provoking. Um, a lot more comments there to read in the chat. I got some comments in from Instagram as well. Um, so Instagram said 95% true. I'm interested in knowing what you, our live audience, are thinking. So I will post the poll in the chat on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. That's bohemio profesional, pero en inglés. Could I make it easier? I think not. <laughs> so you guys are the decision makers. Is being exposed to our own appearance having um, having negative consequences on our lives? I I think so. I think so. All right, guys. Well, look, there's a lot of things you could have been doing today, an infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me. And guys, it means the absolute world. I'll see you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P R O B O H. Okay on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Um, happy Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. Central European Time, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 3 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. How are you doing, guys? If you've just tuned in, what did you miss? Well, wow, um, a lot of news today. We we covered somewhat in depth the, um, the troubling news about Neuralink and how their implants... Um, according to a Wired investigation, their implants were killing and having serious effects on the on their primates, on the monkeys that they were implanted in. It's concerning because the FDA approved Neuralink for human trials. Now, if Elon Musk willingly or knowingly lied about this, hopefully there will be uh, legal consequences for him beyond a fine. Beyond a fine. Because, because quite often companies will um, will knowingly do bad things because the fine is um, it's more profitable to have a fine than to correct the issue. And I hope that you know, hope there are there are severe consequences if anyone is hurt with this um, with this technology. And then we um, and we also covered things like um, the humanoid robot AI CEO of a drinks company. Oh, the future is here, Natch. Future is here, and um, and that weird news about AI having a one percent, a one percenter version, five hundred dollars a month for um, an elite tier of of Tinder. Jeez, Louis, how horny do you have to be to pay five hundred a month for Tinder? I hope Andy's not listening to the show. I'll have to give her a, a raise. <laughs> I'm only joking, Andy. That was a joke. All right. Anyway, let's um, uh, let's continue on. Then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which is a juicy one, my friends. Seems somewhat like common sense, um, but obviously for a few people out there, not so much. Today's unpopular opinion is life would be easier or better if we were less exposed to our own appearance. Um, in the chat, I did release a poll. The, the real decision makers here are the people who join us in the uh, in the live audience on twitch.tv barra professional bohemian or forward slash professional bohemian. Um, so the topic is that we are basically we're too exposed to our own appearance. Life would be easier if we were less exposed to it. Um, in uh, on Instagram, 95 percent of people, interestingly enough, said um, said true. Um, and we went over some true, um, some pros and cons. We saw a few comments. On Instagram, people reached out to me. Our friend Mia is back. She says, our looks are a big part of who we are. It's important to express ourselves and feel confident. Okay, Mia, I don't take that away from you. Um, but I would kind of dispute whether the, our looks are a big part of who we are. Um... In essence, our looks are a way to um, are a way to identify each other. Nothing more in an ideal world, right? You need things to look different in order to identify them in a crowd. 
<laughs> Apart from that, our looks, anything else is just pure adornment. You know, it's sad to me to see people obsessing about the way they look. And that obsession has only come about, in my mind, because we are too exposed to the way we look. Now, you've heard me many, many times talk about the impact of social media on the psychology of people. Um, mainly with regards to social media bubbles, these um, algorithmic bubbles that they put us in and that are very hard to escape. So we only kind of hear one viewpoint. That is dangerous, psychologically dangerous. But there's another aspect of this, which is being overly exposed to the way we look and being, which leads itself to being overly critical. How many, ask yourself this, how many times have you seen a photograph of yourself and said, oh, I'm not posting that, I look terrible? <laughs> how many times? For me, it's almost every time I said, take a photograph. <laughs> you know? We've become obsessed with the, with the way we look to a point where it's damaging our perceptions of ourselves. It used to be we would measure the, the, the wealth of a person. Well, not the wealth. When I say wealth, I mean the weight of their, of their, of their stature in society. We would measure that by the, the wealth of their character. By the weight of their character. How well they acted, how well they interacted with people, how much kindness, how generous they were. Now it seems to me that um, the big part of that has to be being beautiful, having a lot of TikTok followers, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's sad. It's sad. Uh, let's continue on. Um, that was Mia. Rick says, less mirror time, less fuss. People should worry more about what they can do, not how they look doing it. Oh, man. Can we get a Probo approved for Rick? That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Interesting. Yeah, that was the uh, first time Rick has reached out to us. Thank you for that. Lena says, if we saw ourselves less, maybe we'd be less, uh, we'd stress less about our appearance and focus more on our health and well-being. Um, and finally, Andy says, um, Andy with a Y says, Seeing ourselves less could allow for deeper self-reflection beyond the superficial. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with all these statements, actually. Okay, let's continue. Um, what else do we have in the chat? Um, the interesting aspect of this unpopular opinion is not just self-awareness in relation to our own appearance, but how it undermines our awareness of the community we're supposed to be a part of. Wow. Can we get Probo approved? Uh, Pedro from Instagram, please. Probo approved. Um, that is also detrimental to our sen sense of belonging, which is one of the pillars of a happy and fulfilling life. True story. Feeling like one belongs. Wow, this is um, uh, you know I'm you know I'm moved by uh, what all you guys are saying here. It's 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 beautiful. Rafelka says it might impact positively on our self-esteem, but does it though, um, Rafelka? I mean, how many times do you get a photo taken of you, and you're completely? How many times do you get a photo taken of you and you say, "Wow, qué guapo soy." Mirame, wow. <laughs> I don't think I've ever reacted that way about a photo. In fact, no, that's a lie. Once I remember, um, and that's when a professional photographer came in and photoshopped the hell out of my face. <laughs> you know? They stopped at adding hair, but <laughs> I think that's the only part they stopped at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it good for our self-esteem to be looking at ourselves so much? And are we, is our self-esteem, should it be linked to our physical appearance? I'll tell you something, um, I get a boost to my self-esteem when I, when I paint or draw. I get a boost to my self-esteem when I've performed well on this program. I get a boost to my self-esteem when, um, you know, when my team at work, um, I'm, I avoid kind of problems for my team at work or my team at work do something really well and we get congratulated for it. I get a boost to my self-esteem when I complete a big project. Do I get a boost to my self-esteem just because I look good? If that's the case, friends, maybe maybe take a look. Or maybe take less of a look in the mirror. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> 
because the, your appearance is so you can be identified in a crowd. <laughs> you know, essentially, that's the most important part of it. You know, I spend most of my life, like, I know, on this show and at work, I'll occasionally wear a nice blazer like I'm wearing right now, or a shirt. I don't iron my clothes, you know? Most of the time, you'll see me in a, in a superhero t-shirt, jeans, and some dirty sneakers. That's how I feel comfortable. I know there are other people in my position that dress a lot better, that will take a lot more care of the physical appearance. Maybe I should. But I can't help but think it's a slippery slope. You know, you tend to, you focus in on your appearance and the way you look. You start making these, these comparisons between you and the rest of the world. Then all of a sudden, you know, age creeps in. Oh my God, there are wrinkles. Oh my God, when I smile, there are lines. Oh my God, I have gray hair. And uh, at some point in time, you know, you're some kind of, a, you know, artificial just monster. Just your, your identity, identity is so closely linked to your appearance that, you know, you forget even who you are yourself. So is it here, says it has a big impact. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Rob, you're looking smart, man. No need to iron anything. Thank you. The trick is, is hanging it up in the shower. <laughs> Hang it up in the shower and the steam will take care of it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even do that. Just wear it wrinkled, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So what did the people say in our chat? Okay, um, la vida sería más fácil o mejor si estuviéramos menos expuestos a, menos expuestos a nuestra propia apariencia. Life would be easier or better if we were less exposed to our own appearance. Or simply put, we are too exposed to our own appearance nowadays. Okay, so let's get a little drum roll match. One hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, guys. Well done. It's sad, you know. It's sad that people people's self-esteem is so linked to their physical outward appearance. I know there are people out there that that's not the case for. It's certainly not the case for me, and I'm sure for many, many of you out there. But you cannot deny that there are huge swaths of society where those two things are inexplicably linked, or inextricably, sorry, linked. Um, and that's sad, because moving forward, it seems like we all know that this is a problem. But no one is doing anything about it. Is it the proliferation of social media? Is it seeing ourselves on screens too much? You know, things like TikTok, Instagram, posting photos, sharing photos... Is this, um, uh, is that even the most fundamental, supposedly innocent side of social media? Is even that causing detrimental harm psychologically? I think there's, um, I think there's a, a good reason to say yes, it is. You know, my favorite um, social media was, sadly, um, Twitter. Twitter was great. Why? Because there was no profile photos. It wasn't about sharing photos. It was about sharing thoughts. It was about um, micro-blogging. About small little insights or recaps of your day that better reflected you as a person, I would say, than a photo. That's the food for thought, guys. Food for thought. So you said 100% true. Instagram even actually agreed with you today. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Oh my god, friends, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, it's a funny one today. <laughs> if there was a fire at the zoo, name an animal a fireman would have trouble carrying out on his own. If there was a fire at the zoo, si hubiera un incendio en el zoo, name an animal, nombra un animal, a fireman would have trouble carrying out. Un bombero tendría problemas para sacar el solo. Hey, hey, hey. 
I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. It's a good one today, Natch. Are you ready? As always, we're going to customarily go to um, our oracle here in um, in the radio. What do you think, Natch? An elephant. You think an elephant? An elephant. Pedro agrees. An elephant. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. In fact, Natch, Pedro, it's the number one answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, right? Yeah, 53 of the 100 humans said an elephant. Okay, international listeners. Here we go, man. This is the this is your chance to um to uh, to show your vocabulary. Are we ready? Okay, we have bear. Pedro says a bear. Un oso. Is bear there? An elephant elephant is elefante, no? Yeah. Oso is bear there. Yes, it is well done. <laughs> It's actually the third most popular answer with 13 of the 100 humans saying a bear. Yee! All right, well, a giraffe, says the bridge. A giraffe. Oof, I don't know. A giraffe, is it? That's a complete guess, snatch. Is that right? Wow. All right. Look at me. <laughs> um, a giraffe. Is it there? No, it's not. Good answer, though, bridge. Pedro's back, he says, a lion. A uh, leon, right? A lion. Is lion there? Yes, it is. Of course it is. Well done. King of the jungle, the lion. Okay, can you say that anymore? Is it, you know, is it more the the, <laughs> the boss of the jungle? The, the, the royalty of the jungle? I don't know. I don't want to be un-PC, unpolitically correct. Okay. Um, lion, it's there. Uh, what else do we have? A firefly, says Beo Urbanos. A firefly. A firefly. It's a good answer, eh? It's turning it on its head. Like a butterfly, a firefly. They, they'd have trouble catching them. Is it there, though? No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, good answer, though, Bea. Too smart for our 100 humans today. <laughs> um, let's see. Pedro says an anaconda. An, oh, no, well, yeah, he does. Anaconda. Is it there? No, it's not. Sorry. He did also say a tiger. Un tigre. A tiger. Is tiger there? Yes, it is. Oh, my God, Pedro. He's killing it today. Tiger is there. It's the second most popular answer with 16 of the 100 humans saying tiger. You've got three more to get, guys. Three more to get. Okay. Did we do um, uh, did we do crocodile? I don't think so. Eugene says a crocodile. Is crocodile there? You know what? I'm going to give it to you. Yes. Why the hell not? Why not? Eh, I paused then because we have alligator there, but not cro crocodile. Um, alligator is caiman, no, or something like that. Nivelazo. Look at me. 20 years in Spain, finally paying off. But how do you say crocodile? Cocodrilo or something like that. Oh, dude! I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even have to kick the translation out for that one. Um, so alligator was there. Well done, uh, well done, Eugene. All right, what else do we have? Um, Vero says a rhino. A rhino. Um, uh, is it a rhino there? Rhinoceronte or orante? Come on, tell me the pronunciation. Rhinoceronte. Rhinoceronte. Okay. No nivelazo for me. Is rhino there? Yes, it is. Well done, guys. Sometimes I think, Natch, that the audience of this show is too clever for this show. Sometimes. You've got one more to get. Let's take a little look of what we've um, what we've got here in the chat. 
We have birds, um, crocodiles, rhinos. Um, we have hippo in the chat. Hmm. We have moose, panther. None of those are there, guys. Great answers, but none of those are there. But Pedro from Instagram. Among the smoke and dust and rubble of today's 100 humans, he steps out of the chaos and he shouts, Gorilla. Is Gorilla there? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> Guys, he completed today's 100 humans with no clues. Oh! <laughs> Congratulations, man. This happens so rarely, but congratulations to you guys. You're on fire today. So I asked 100 humans. Um, I asked 100 humans that if there was a fire at the zoo, si hubiera un incendio en el zoo, name an animal, nombre un animal, that a fireman would have trouble carrying out by himself. Uh, que un bombero tendría problemas para sacar el solo. In position number one. Oh, sorry. Natch, my bad. Yeah, seven. Right, the hundred humans. <laughs> In position number seven, we had rhino rhinoceronte. And thank you, Natch, for your help there. Rhinoceronte, two of a hundred humans said that. In position number six, we had caiman, which is alligator. Uh, well done. In position number five, we had leon, which is lion. King of the jungle, folks. In position number four, we had gorilla, which I believe in Spanish is just gorilla, no? Yeah. In position number three, we had a bear. A bear, un oso. In position number two, we had tiger, un tigre. And finally, in position number one, we had elephant. Congratulations to Natch and Pedro from Instagram. 53 of 100 humans said elephant. Wow, guys. Killed it. Well done, Tene. A giraffe in Spanish is a phlegm clearer. Girafa. Girafa. Am I pronouncing that well, Natch? Girafa. 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 We're going to have to get a new sponge for the mic after today's show. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, with that said, let's move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News. Oh my God, friends. I'm having way too much fun today. As always, friends, thank you for participating in the best part of my day. If you're here listening or you're, you're out there in Radioland or you are one of our angelic, superior beings that are our podcast downloaders, you know who you are. You know how special you are. Let me just tell you, you don't need a mirror. You don't need social, social media. Let me tell you, if you download the podcast, I know you're beautiful. Inside and out. That's about that for marketing, Natch. Doing it. All right, anyway, let's get into today's Complete the News. If you're one of the many people watching the show right now and you're not participating, but maybe you feel nervous about expressing your opinion, let me tell you something, guys. This is your moment. Because all you have to do is write A, B, or C. So here we go. Here's today's Complete the News. Um, a US woman gets stuck in an outhouse toilet while retrieving blank. <laughs> Told you it was a good one. So um, let me let me um, dive into that. Una mujer estadounidense se queda atascada. She gets stuck. Se queda atascada. Um, and I don't know how you say uh, outhouse toilet. Is it retrete or something like that? Yes, fuera de la casa, no? Yeah, yeah, a toilet outside, one of these, you know, the chemical toilet kind of things. So she gets stuck in an outhouse toilet while um, while retrieving al recuperar blank. So what was she trying to re retrieve? Here we go. Is it A, an Apple Watch? B, a child, or her child, sorry, my bad. Or C, her iPhone. A, B, or C. U.S. woman gets stuck in the outhouse toilet, el retrete, while trying to retrieve, is it A, Apple Watch, B, her child, or C, an iPhone? <laughs> 
What do you think, Natch? An iPhone? You're thinking I would never do that to retrieve my child. iPhone, definitely, right? <laughs> Let's see. Um, in the chat, wow, it's a tie between um, between B and C. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, you said, Natch, you said iPhone. So we'll call it C for the win. All right, here we go. So US woman gets stuck in an outhouse toilet while retrieving... The answer was A, Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, Urs jumped in at the last minute. C was, uh, I can't believe you guys chose Apple Watch or an iPhone over a child. <laughs> oh, dear. So a woman in Michigan found herself trapped in an outhouse toilet after attempting to retrieve her Apple Watch that she had dropped inside. The incident occurred at Bont Launch in Dixon Lake, um, uh, township. Upon hearing her cries for help, first responders, including um, uh, conservation officers, state troopers, and local police, oh, how embarrassing, poor thing, um, arrived at the scene and ex um, extracted the woman using a strap. Um, it is unclear whether about the identity of the woman or whether she retrieved the Apple Watch. God, I hope so after all that, right? Poor thing. <laughs> Oh, my God, guys, what a show. Um, you beat us, Rob. I did beat you today. In everything but the 100 humans. That was a team effort. Good for you guys. All right, guys. Wow, what a show. We have covered so much today. So much. We've looked at um, this distressing news about um, about Neuralink and their, um, and their animal testing and how that went. And distressingly, that the FDA has approved these things for human testing. Wow, worrying stuff. Then we looked at the the, the weird Tinder five hundred dollar a month um, plan and the humanoid robot CEO. We talked about um, whether we're too exposed to our appearance and so much more, guys. Look, there are so many things you could have been doing today, an infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the absolute world. Thank you so much, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>